Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 85 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live talk show and podcast. I'm Tiffany Mladenich of GratefulGarden.biz and MendingMedicine.com. <laughs> and I'm Dana. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How are it's you not guys? Like we didn't have enough trouble already. <laughs> I know. And then my log, then my computer was just being ugly. I mean, I'm like, what in the world? There's something... Um, <laughs> something going on in the air I just don't know <laughs> right <laughs> well I waited that huge pause there I was like ah. <laughs> well, good morning wait a minute <laughs> hi how are you today uh, I well once I you know calm my heart down and breathe I should be good <laughs> right how about you well, how about my, you I'm talking on a on a cell phone so um I oh have boy. my speaker, my microphone, or all that, so not my favorite, but hanging in there. Okay, well, we've got a great show. We're already delayed. Let's get into it. I um, <laughs> can't believe Blog Talk Radio was having issues today, but they got it up and running pretty quick. So we are glad to be able to present this show to you today. We are talking with Linda Elsagood, founder of the LDN Research Trust, about the benefits of low-dose naltrexone for thyroid and autoimmunity. It's a big topic. It's uh, really exciting to have her on. I, we connected, I guess I looked at it today and told her we connected on October 5th, 2014. So we've been back and forth with this for over a couple of years now. So this is really exciting. Oh, wow. This is really exciting. I know, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's such a huge piece for, for autoimmune sufferers. So, yes, we were like, we are going to make this happen. <laughs> it is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, right? We manifested this. <laughs> Right today, we did, we were didn't like, we? it's coming. <laughs> well, if you have missed any of the Thyroid Nation Radio podcasts, very easily downloadable, uh, so that you can listen to them anytime at your leisure while you're running, driving to work, whatever it is, um, on iTunes, Google Play. My goodness, all over, all over the place. Yep. So all yep. kinds of good stuff there. <clears throat> Fun to to listen when you. Uh... When you are listening to girls that are talking and you're walking or you're driving and hopefully they're keeping you upbeat. So just check us out. We are everywhere. Okie dokie. <laughs> Linda Elsagood is the founder of the LDN Research Trust, which was set up in the UK as a registered charity in 2004 and is the editor of the LDN book, diagnosed um, she was diagnosed with MS in August of 2000. She started LDN therapy in, in December of 2003 and now has a better quality of life and hope for the future. Through the trust, she has connected thousands of patients, doctors, and pharmacists around the world with the information, articles, and patient stories for um, LDN successes, and we are thrilled to have her today. Wow, she's going on 14 years, and I know has quite yeah. a story herself. 
and it looks like and she is with us. So let's yes, get the thyroid nation driving, not like we haven't waited long enough. <laughs> good right. morning. <laughs> Hello. Well, good after, late afternoon here, but morning for you. I'm very excited to be here. Thyroid is a really big topic. Um, so many of our members suffer uh, with thyroid conditions, whether it's hypothyroid or Graves' disease or Hashimoto's. <clears throat> The list goes on, and I interviewed on our radio show on Monday Dr. Kent Holtoff, and he thinks that there are more people who are actually suffering with thyroid conditions where their doctors think their thyroid range is normal, but he says they're not normal. You know, there are a lot of people struggling who who don't know the reason why they're struggling is because of their their thyroid conditions. You did mention oh, the LDM absolutely. book there. Um, Yay. And in the book, we we do have a whole chapter on thyroid conditions. Uh, if people would like to have a look, um, the, the whole aim of the book, um, Margot from Chelsea Green Publishing contacted me and I was very busy organising the LDN 2016 conference and she said to me she would like me to write a book on LDN and was very, very persuasive. And I was saying to her, I, I've never written a book. I haven't got time to write a book. I have so many things to do. And I put the phone down and believe it or not, I had agreed to do it. Um, but to have the launch at the LDN 2016 conference, I had to do a proposal for the book sort out who or what I wanted in the book first and who I wanted to write the topics because I wanted different doctors and they had to do it all within four months. That's what we had, four months. Wow. Um, That's only not two, very long. Only two do- no, 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 not at all. <laughs> and, and, of course, the deadline for the launch was the conference. It was set in stone. So there was no way of extending it. It had to be done. And we had multiple... Um, authors of the book Um, I think there were 16 people involved and of those that promised to do it for me and that they would meet all the targets not one person missed one deadline and there were several deadlines I was so pleased but for people with thyroid with the book the first um, chapter is about the history and pharmacology of naltrexone how it came about what it is all the history and explaining how safe it is and it's not toxic, depending on which level you are, whether you're a doctor or a patient reading the book, there's something there for everybody. If it goes, some of it goes over your head, it doesn't really matter. There is enough understanding there. And people with an illness or any condition, I find very rapidly become experts in that condition because we want to know everything we can. And wow, the internet is just amazing for that, isn't it? You know, years ago, you didn't have access to these things. So once you've got through that, we then go on to different um, conditions. And as I say, thyroid is one of the chapters in the book. And we have found that there are so many people with thyroid problems that don't just have thyroid problems. They have 
one or even in some cases more autoimmune conditions as well. So it touches mm -hmm. on quite a few um, different conditions there. But the good thing is there are, um, and, and also a good chapter is on depression. How many people with a chronic disease feel depressed at some point? You know, if a healthy person had to live with the symptoms that a chronically ill person had, would they feel depressed? I mm -hmm. think so. Oh, yeah. It's difficult to, to live with um, a chronic disease. And then we go to near the back where we have um, frequently asked questions. So these are the ones that come up regularly. Then there are all the different notes. But right at the very beginning of the book, there's an introduction. And there's also a, a piece. Um, it was a very well-written piece by Dr. Jill Cattell. But there's also in there how to approach your doctor, how to go about having LDM prescribed for you. So that really, in my opinion, says it all. And if I'd had a book like this when I'd been diagnosed, which to me, obviously, because it's my baby, it's like the LDM Bible, everything put right. together in one place, easy to read, easy to understand. And if you feel it's for you, how to go about having it prescribed for you. It's not, you know, there, um, sorry. No, no, go ahead. It's not easy always to get LDM prescribed. Um, you are lucky in one way where in England, if you want to see an NHS doctor, which is what our health system is, um, for example, I live in a village and I can go to a town um, north or south and go to a doctor's there in those two places. But that you have to see a doctor in your area. So if there was a doctor that was outside of my area who prescribed LDN, I couldn't actually go and see them because they wouldn't be or I wouldn't be in their area. So my doctor doesn't prescribe it, so I have to pay for it. Um, I have got friends who live a few miles from me and they get LDN prescribed for them. But in America, because you have your health system that you have to have insurance, at least you get a choice of who you go and see. I know some doctors will take insurance and others won't. But you can decide where you want to go. That's what I'm trying to, to say. And there are so many doctors now since I've been doing this, which is it will be 13 years next month. Um, and there were only a few doctors that I knew of at that time that were prescribing LDN in well, and and LDN, there are it looks doctors like now that are prescribing LDN. LDN is, uh, gosh, the list of, of diseases that, that are benefited by the addition of that, pernicious anemia, mm -hmm. asthma, some talk about autism, depression, chronic fatigue, Hashimoto's and Graves both, uh, you know, fibromyalgia, celiac disease, um, also Lyme disease, and how about Epstein-Barr as well? I mean, that's, uh, you know... Those things are yes, just it wreaking is havoc. Longer and, now. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean that's I think that's amazing. 
Mm, about 240 now, but all the different... Uh-oh. Did, did if there, there is an order, not, there I'm not go. saying it. Uh-oh, Linda, if you, if you oh. can hear us, Linda, you're you're cutting in and out. Can you hear us okay? I can hear you fine. Okay, perfect. You okay, were loud sorry, and clear we right there. Yeah, we missed <laughs> Don't that move. part. It's still fine. <laughs> we missed I'm that whole part. <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> okay. If a condition or a disease has an autoimmune component, LDN is likely to work. Um, I'm not saying that it's a miracle drug or a cure and that it works for everyone, but there is a good chance it will do something. It's, uh, it's worth a shot because I it, don't believe it's, it's terribly expensive. Is that true? No, it's a cheap drug. Um, going back to 1970s, now Trexone was used for addictions, drug addictions, um, mm-hmm. alcoholics, and it was used in 50 milligram doses and it had been trialed and tested and was only found to be harmful in doses of 300 milligrams a day. The addicts were taking 50 milligrams three times a day. So they were only, they were taking half of what was deemed to be a harmful amount. And LDN, which is low dose naltrexone, is usually, some people use a lower dose, but generally it's between three and 4.5 milligrams. And you take it at night it boosts the body's own endorphins. When your body produces endorphins, it blocks the receptors. So your body looks and says, oh, we've got no endorphins whatsoever, even though you might already have 60%, and it makes 100%. So you get this endorphin boost, which helps regulate a dysfunctional immune system. But it also works on the toll-like receptors, and it helps reduce inflammation and any chronic disease has very high inflammation just by reducing that inflammation and boosting the endorphins the endorphins the boost like eating chocolate and exercise and winning at the (laughs) olympics you not that i've ever done that um (laughs) (laughs) maybe for just sitting but definitely not for exercise Um, it's your body's own feel good factor and it also is your body's own natural painkiller there are many pain specialists that use LDN for chronic pain which is very good Um, also for cancers and it's being used by psychologists and psychiatrists for things like um, post-traumatic stress, OCD, and other addictions, whether it's mm. food or... And Dr. Mark Shookman talk, talked about LDN for sex addiction. He's a psychiatrist and he finds he gets a lot of patients with that problem and uh, he finds that it works really well. So it's quite interesting, the different conditions well, it, that LDN it is like treating. It, could, it sounds like it could, Linda, potentially uh, help Hashimoto's uh, patients 
with a little more sex drive too. So it kind of works in both ways. Is that right? Does that sound about right? Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah. That's, yes. uh, you know, and just to kind of put that out there so no one thinks that it would, you know, suppress sex drive. It's more about the, the chemical oh, orientation of the brain. No, no, yeah. no. Yes. And not only that, the... I, I can test to that really MS quick, lady. I was just going to say, I, I, I took it for, I don't remember, like almost six months. And one thing I do remember is an increased increase in libido and... um I definitely had very vivid dreams, so it it was very interesting uh, taking it. Have you heard of that? Have you heard of people having that, Linda? Initially, um, people can get vivid dreams. They can get disturbed sleep, headaches, and sometimes worsening of pre-existing symptoms. Many doctors now suggest that if the patient has vivid dreams or sleep disturbance, which only normally for about two weeks for them to take during the day rather than at night and by the time they go to bed it's all all system and they're fine they sleep well Hmm. Hmm. well we would love to hear we know that you i mean you're going on quite some time with low dose naltrexone we would love to hear your story would Mm -hmm. you would you share with us your your experience with it my story okay I'd had this a long time before I was diagnosed and different things would happen to me. Um, they would go, obviously there were relapses and nobody put two and two together that I'd ac- actually got MS. It wasn't until it was 1999 that um, I came home from work and my, uh, it was, well, it was very snowy, it was very cold, it was very, got in the house and the phone rang, it was my father, and he was deaf and he never used the phone. And he said that my mum had had a heart attack and they were going to take her to hospital. Now, the hospital was an hour and a half from here. And he was upset, saying that they wouldn't let him go in the ambulance because he was in a wheelchair and they didn't want the responsibility of him as well. So I said to him, tell them to take you. I'm on my way and I'll look after you. Not realising the roads were so bad, the traffic had virtually ground to a halt, so it took me an extra half an hour to get there. And she was really ill. It was touch and go whether she was going to live. And um, I decided very foolishly that if I sat beside her and didn't go to sleep, she would live. But if I went to sleep, she would die while while I was asleep. So I made myself really, really tired. So I didn't sleep for about 48 hours. I had to go back to work. And a um, friend of ours came over and the the woman was a nurse and she looked after my mum. And I worked and I just got tired and tired. And then I started to become sick. I had um, gastroenteritis. I had mm. flu. I had numbness. I had pins and needles. My body was really uh, getting ready for a really bad relapse, but I obviously didn't know this at the time. So I thought I was just struggling with work. I was just so tired that if I went away, had a break, had a rest, and came back, that I would be okay. 
my husband said no he couldn't take time off work I went with my youngest daughter and we went to Portugal and Portugal was meant to be warm and sunny in Easter and it was cold wet and windy so they the apartment we had they drained the system so there was no hot water there's no heating if you went out you got absolutely soaked it was raining that hard you couldn't dry anything because there was nowhere to dry anything so that made it even worse in the room it was cold and it was damp and I I can remember phoning home and saying to my husband it's really strange the left hand side of my face has gone numb with pins and needles going outside in the cold and the rain hitting my face I mean how stupid was I thinking that, (laughs) that that was the reason um and we were really, really tired, or I was really, really tired. We got home, and I went to see the doctor, who said I'd have to see a neurologist. Um, I didn't get the appointment until the August, so that was August um, 2000. And uh, he gave me a course of intravenous steroids, which didn't work. Six weeks later, I had another course. I um, was told that I was in a wheelchair by this time, that I was likely to lose my hearing and my eyesight because I'd got very, very bad double vision. I'd lost the hearing in my left ear. I had no bowel or bladder control. The whole left-hand side of my body was numb with pins and needles. I had twitching muscles, restless legs, burning limbs, choking on my food. Cognitively, I couldn't have a conversation. I thought uh, it was like English was my second language. Couldn't recall vocabulary. Uh, No balance, bad vertigo. So I spent a lot of time falling over or I was lying on the floor because I was too dizzy to get up or on the toilet (laughs) or asleep because I couldn't keep awake. At that point, I was only awake for four hours a day, which was a blessing because I was in so much pain that when I was asleep... Obviously, I didn't feel the pain. And sometimes for a split second of waking up before I got fully conscious, I'd wake up and think, it's all gone. And then a few seconds later, it would wham. You'd feel it all again and think, no, it's another day of the same. So living was very, very difficult. And I was told I was secondary progressive MS in September and that nothing more could be done for me. And if there had been an exit button and I could have hit it, I would have done. And in fact, I even contemplated it. But it was going to be my 15-year-old daughter at that time who would have found me. And I, I couldn't do that to her. So the only option was was to prove everybody wrong and fight it. So it was very difficult because I couldn't leave the house. How do you find out? And the internet wasn't as big back then as it is now so staggering to the toilet which I did many times and sitting at a computer which I could only do for 10 minutes before I had to go back to bed I wanted to know what other people with MS were doing I knew I wasn't unique I knew there had to be people out there and believe it or not I found people in America who were taking LDN for MS And they all told me the same. If it doesn't do you any good, it isn't going to do you any harm. It's not expensive. Try it. So 
I went to my doctor armed with all the information and I was told no, he wouldn't prescribe it. Um, or she, it was a lady doctor by then. And um, I found a doctor in Wales who did prescribe it for me. And in just three weeks, because living how I was living, it was like living inside a television set that wasn't tuned in. I couldn't see properly, couldn't hear properly, couldn't think properly, couldn't function. And suddenly things were tuned in. I woke up one day, like three weeks, honestly, three weeks later when I woke up and I thought, I can see a bit better. And then when I started talking, I was making more sense. People could understand me. And my thought process had improved. But it it wasn't overnight. I didn't become, in inverted commas, normal. (laughs) My husband will tell you I'm still not normal. Um, (laughs) It took 18 months, really, for me to continue improving. You know, slowly, slowly, getting a little bit better, a little bit better. So much so that it wasn't until I looked back. And it's so easy my mother used to phone me every day because she felt guilty that her having the heart attack um, caused me to be so ill. In fact, she probably saved my life because the reason she had the heart attack is she had very, very high cholesterol. It was off the scale. That's what caused the heart attack. And they said it's hereditary. So they tested myself and my two daughters. Um, My cholesterol was so high that I was at a risk of a heart attack or a stroke at any minute. And I wouldn't have known that if it hadn't have been for my mother. Uh, my eldest daughter was fine, but the youngest daughter also had it, but only uh, borderline. Uh, she was only 15 at the time. So if it hadn't have been for my mum, you know, I might not have, right. have been here now. So Absolutely. That was a, a blessing to find that out. Were there quite That's a few amazing. changes? That's an it amazing, amazing story. You're you're your own uh, amazing case story. I mean, that's just <laughs> over the top, fantastic. Yeah. No well, wonder you're so I, you're you're so passionate about this this uh, <laughs> medication, right? Yeah. So what did I want to do? I'd got this information. I knew I could help people. What was I going to do? I spoke to several doctors and neurologists who, to keep me quiet, said, go and set up a charity for some funding. And they thought that was the end they were going to hear of me, I think, basically. The Charity Commission did not want me to be a registered charity. It took five months. And at that time, um, £2,000. It was a lot of money um, to become registered. And... They said you couldn't be registered because research couldn't be a charity. Well, we have a big one here, which is called cancer research. So I said, well, what about cancer research? And they said, but cancer is a condition, not a drug. You're talking about a drug. Well, we went backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, having to tweak things, change things. And then when I thought I was finished, it was passed from one department to the next, <laughs> to the next. Um, and I'm sure I probably spoke to the canteen ladies and the cleaners as well by the time the five months was up. And yay, we got it. So 
That was really, really good. So then it was a case of what do we do to help people? We've got the registered charity status. So let's find these doctors and pharmacists. Let's work with them. Let's try and expand that knowledge. So then we had newsletters, which then evolved to our Vimeo channel. And I've interviewed, they're not all live yet, but over 600 people, um, as in doctors, researchers, pharmacists, patients in so many different countries and it's been very, very interesting doing that. We've had um, conferences. The first one I had in England and I've done one in Chicago. Um, Where do we go from Chicago? Las Vegas, Orlando and this year we've got one near you, I believe, um, in Portland, in Oregon. So that's going to be really interesting. And we have gone from just having, you know, 50 members, 400 members, you know, 2,000 members, 50,000 members. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And I think I've lost count, but I mean, we have so many members and believe it or not, even though we're a UK registered charity, um, more than... 58% 58% of our members now are from the U.S. Oh, wow. I don't doubt that at all. That's quite a <laughs> testament to you, Linda. Yeah. And your work, it's, you know. It's been a lot of hard work, but it's been so rewarding. I don't get paid. Anybody working and helping me doesn't get paid. But when somebody sends an email and says, Thank you very much for all the information you've given me. I've gone to see Dr. So-and-so and I've been taking LDN and I feel I've been given my life back or I feel I've been given a second chance. That is priceless, you know. That's that priceless. is worth more than anything. Just to help one person. I mean, the stories that I could tell you, people, you know, it, Really is very very humbling and do you amazing have stories where people do you have your your story is pretty good um, but do you have a favorite case yeah. study or a success story I, I, that you would I think share so. with us? Uh, a lady who had Crohn's disease. Uh, oh, it's an amazing story, and while she was telling me, I was I was in tears. I think she was thirty six at the time, and she had a small child who she couldn't look after. She had Crohn's disease and she was bleeding very heavily from the bowels and she spent most of her time collapsed on the bathroom floor. She couldn't move and she was in so much pain she really didn't know what to do. And she went into hospital and they said that she would have to have everything removed and have a colostomy bag. Um, And she she felt at 36 that that was something she didn't want and she couldn't see life like that. So they told her, if you don't have this operation, you're going to die. She signed all the forms. They gave her the pre-op medication. She was all drowsy and they came to take her down to theatre and she said, no. I don't I don't want it done. And they said, well, you're going to have to have it done. If you don't, you're going to die. There is 
no two ways you are, are going to die and she said i can't you i can't have it done today i've got to go home i've i've got to go home and she was very very upset so they, she said they didn't want her to go obviously and she said let me go home let me calm down and i'll come back and have it done so she went home and she thought okay if i have to have it done i will go back but I want to see first if there's something out there that I can do, that I can try. And she contacted me and she found a doctor who would prescribe LDN for her. And that was like the last I heard from her for a while. And then like four months, four months, no, it's longer than that. After four months, anyway, she had gone back to the hospital and they... Um, did the endoscopy where they had a look inside her her bowel and when you've got Crohn's disease if you think of how you look at the back of your throat being pink Crohn's disease has all these ulcers and it's all inflamed and really Dr Jill Smith online she's done um, two Crohn's studies and they're quite interesting to, to look at Anyway, yeah. it had gone. The Crohn's disease had gone, and it was just like pure, like the back of your throat, just as it should be, absolutely normal. She contacted me after that, wow. and she was in tears and saying, if only I'd, I'd have known about this sooner, I wouldn't have had to suffer. She said, my husband's got his wife back. My whether it was son or daughter has got their mother back. I can cook, I can clean, I can go shopping, I can play with my child. Life is absolutely great. And she said, hmm. and I am pregnant. You know, she had oh no gosh. sex life before this. And she was pregnant. And she was just so happy. Uh, it was just such an amazing story that, you know, she just said, I'm, I just knew when it came to having it done. And she was just seconds from going down to theatre when she pulled out she didn't have it done and she just completely got her life back and that story I think is totally totally amazing such a good one but I have got cancer stories as well that have been amazing I have got Hashimoto's um, stories but I would say though with thyroid conditions you have to be careful uh, with LDN if you are on medications, there is a chance that you will need to reduce those medications over time. And it would seem to me, and I'm sure all doctors are different and you'd have to go by the prescribing LDN doctor, but they tend to do blood tests for monthly and check and adjust your medication. And some people even manage to come off their thyroid medications and painkillers and all the other different medications some people start off taking 14 medications with LDN some end up taking maybe two or three and some can even stop completely and just take LDN alone mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. something that is really worth for each and every person I think before I would recommend anybody to take LDN do your own homework do your own research Talk to your own doctor and talk to other people and find out, you know, their experiences. As you probably know, we have a Facebook group. I think we've got over 18,000 
members now from different countries for all different conditions and it's easy where I had a struggle back uh, when I was trying to research to find people you know there are just so many people willing to share their stories these days and that's amazing for the rest of us because we get to hear all this wonderful <laughs> I imagine there's all kinds of people listening that are going I'm going to ask that LDN question I know I am <laughs> I know I am for sure <laughs> Certainly well worth doing, really is. And as I say, there are more and more doctors who are prescribing LDN. And the longer they prescribe, the greater their knowledge and understanding is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we now, are is there having... a problem? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you At the ahead. conference, uh, at the conference we have um, thyroid as a topic. And this year I wanted to make it bigger and better than last time and anybody that's listening if they want to go to the LDN conference but can't get there it doesn't matter because it's live streamed around the world and it's also available afterwards so if you want to watch the recordings you can do Um, we have more speakers than we had slots for the three days we are having some pre-recorded presentations as well so really the conference if we were to do it live would last about a week (laughs) rather than three days there is an awful lot to learn and thyroid is one of the topics that of course that's on everybody's mind and we have that well covered that must fill your heart so much Linda with with all the support and having so many speakers and not enough slots and, you know, years ago when when you were starting your, you know, the trust and, and having so many issues and now looking at it must be very, very rewarding. It is, but I'm never, <laughs> I'm never happy, I guess. I'm always striving to improve on what I'm doing, expand on what I'm doing, try to reach more people, um, and finding different ways we are looking at, we have an LDN app as well if anybody is thinking of trying LDN the app is free it's available Wonderful. on iPhone uh, Android you can use it on a Mac on a PC and it's linked so if for example you want to do something on your cell phone and then you log on to your computer they sync so you can keep track you can have a a journal you can set alarms so you don't miss medications it has all different markers that you can do mood and diet and supplements and exercise there's everything there and not only that the really good part is you can um, click a button and it produces graphs and charts that you can print out to take to your doctor so if for example you started off on high doses of thyroid medication, you could actually track it and see it by these graphs over a period of time, whether it went up, whether it went down. Very, very helpful. And it's free. And the people that use it take part anonymously in the world's largest LDN survey. How that works is we don't store any real names or email addresses. And the 
mathematicians can actually see their bogus ones by what the answers are. So you you do get to have the true true data, and it just is recorded as like case study one, case study two, and so on. So nobody has to worry about their information. But we do actually have data protection on it, so everything is held securely, even though we don't have we have the data, but we don't know whose it is, and we can't contact the people either. We can send messages that goes go out via the app, but it only is via the app. We don't have personal information. So that's also another good tool that we have, which is proving very successful. People really like it. Now I'm trying to think of the next thing, which is... We're trying to do some LDN um, educational courses. So that's the next thing we're putting together. But everything takes so much time and so much money. And as I said earlier, nobody gets paid. And we don't, it's always, always trying hard to get money in to do all these things. And sure. our rate show and people want to have a look at that it's um, ldnradio.org and you can listen to it live you can listen to the recorded shows and we are having sponsors for each um, show because it's Wonderful. got to pay for itself we can't afford sure. for it to, to fail got to work and I don't believe in failure so it will work <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's wonderful. Now, tell us a little bit more about the conference, too. When is that? When and the where is, is that happening this year? It, it's happening in September in Portland, in Oregon. Uh, it's at the Sheraton Airport Hotel, and it's on the 22nd to the 24th, which is Friday through to Sunday. And you may have heard of Dr. Tom O'Brien. Yes. Who... Yes. Yeah, he was on the show, I guess, about a year ago. Yeah, we... we, Yeah, and and he's just done a a series called Betrayal, which was uh, pretty amazing. He's always a speaker at the conference, and he's also going to do a one-day course the day before, on the Thursday. So that's also very interesting. And his Betrayal series showed that by getting the gut right and eating correctly, reducing inflammation and can actually halt a lot of these autoimmune diseases. Yeah. So the the conference, as I say, is a three-day conference and we'll be covering the history and the pharmacology of LDN on the Friday. We will also be talking about cancer and MS. That's all in the morning, followed by Lyme disease testing and Lyme disease itself. Dr. Kent Holtoff's going to do that. Um, type 1 diabetes. And then we have Dr. Deanna Windham talking about LDN for children, explaining that children aren't just small adults. <laughs> you have to do the dosing completely different. Then we've right. got um, psoriasis, and 
um, Dr. Naisha Winters. I don't know whether you are aware of her. She's a, a really good doctor and a fantastic talker. And she was going to explain how to actually talk to your doctor to get LDM prescribed, the best way of doing that. Um, on the Saturday, we have um, pain Saturday morning, talking about chronic pain with Dr. Pradeep Chopra. We've got fibromyalgia with Dr. Jared Younger. We also have fibromyalgia pain with Dr. Ginevra Lipton. And then we have um, the psychiatrist, Dr. Mark Shookman. And in Saturday afternoon, we talk about the bowels and the stomach by um, irritable bowel syndrome and SIBO, um, Crohn's disease, then we have Dr. Tom O'Brien, and then we have a nutritionist saying, you know, what should I be eating? You know, there are so many conflicting autoimmune disease diets. And then in the afternoon, we have the whole afternoon dedicated to cancer. I would say, I'll ex- just tell you about the Sunday. Um, Sunday, we have um, thyroid. Um, and vitamin D, um, what's this? And um, autism, and post-traumatic stress injury, and other psychological problems, and LDN in pets, just as a just as a small thing, right at the very very end, and steroid and peptide hormone testing in different bodily fluids followed by several hours, I haven't got them all in yet, um, of pre-recorded presentations. So that's going to be very, very interesting. We can have up to 36 hours of uh, pre-recorded. So we can go in depth with things like thyroid, all of these different people that want to do MS, share their experience, all these different doctors and researchers and scientists. So that will be amazing. We will learn so much. Certainly something not to miss. And the good thing is you can watch it at home and you can watch it as many times as you like. You can stop and start. I mean, who wants to watch 36 hours of a a (laughs) pre-recorded conference, you know? But if you can do it in just, you know, 30-minute chunks, it makes it uh, doable. Certainly for you, Linda. I'm sorry, go ahead, Tiff. No, no, you go ahead, honey. I was just going to ask you if, if what the thoughts are for long-term use of, of LDN. Is this a long-term drug for you, or are people able to uh, wean off of this, or is that recommended? It it only works while you take it. Okay. Once you stop taking it, you revert back to how you were. But because it only stays in your system for four hours, your body has a 20-hour break every day anyway. Okay, I just was wondering if it was a long-term you know, uh, answer or not. So that, that's wonderful to know. Yes. Um, how about... No, go ahead, Linda. Sorry. Yeah. There was... <laughs> there were, before t- 2010 people thought or some people thought that it was good to take a break on LDN some people were taking 
LDN for 10 days, a break for two days. Now, there are many people who feel really ill when they stop, they go back, you start to deteriorate, where others say they feel a little bit better. There are some doctors who will say, yes, you know, you can miss the odd dose here and there. But the people that I've spoken to who've been taking it a lot longer than myself normally take it continually and they're absolutely fine. I haven't noticed anything um, at all with ta- with taking it long term. I'm I'm just the same. But I, I would say, and you're the first people to hear this because I haven't made this public, my mother died uh, in July. I came back from the conference in... Um, Florida and I found out that she'd got cancer uh, it was too late for LDN she wouldn't take it before she'd got she was already in renal failure and having to have lots of different treatments she'd had many many operations she was 83 and when she had that heart attack a third of her heart died so the rest of her heart had to work very very quickly and for the first time in 13 years I had a relapse on um, taking LDN and people say oh so you think that LDN doesn't work well I know for a fact how ill I was when my mum had the heart attack I could have been like that again but I haven't been and I had one symptom at a time which I'm coping with Um, cognitively I'm still not as snappy as I normally are and I'm still suffering with fatigue but um I'm doing okay. But that's something that um, I haven't said yet to anybody. I was waiting to see how it went. But I know for a fact LDN really has protected me. I wouldn't have coped because I nursed her. I promised she could die at home far harder than I thought. I Mm -hmm. would have done it anyway, but it it was very, very tough. It was very, very difficult. and it's very traumatic, it's very stressful, especially when you're nursing somebody and you're watching them die, you feel you're a failure because you you can't make a difference and it's just a matter of time and it's very, very hard when you're in the middle of it to see that. You, you just think, you know, I can't do this and it was 24-7 and, you know, it was very stressful. I cannot even very imagine. Very stressful. I can't imagine. No, you sound like a very strong person, and we're thrilled that you had your LDN to to help you get through. I know that you mentioned earlier, uh, Linda, about a few of the side effects when I was talking about um, when I was taking it. But would you just share with us a few that are just most common or maybe just repeat because I, I didn't quite get all of them? Okay. Norm. Let's say only 5% of people experience side effects. So you're very wow. unlucky if you have anything, yes. Right. And wow. if you start delving too much, you can make yourself think you've got side effects when you haven't. You know, sure. the mind is very, very powerful. If somebody said, you know, don't think of black cats, what's the first thing you think of? Black cats. It's that, that kind of thing. But it's usually sleep disturbance vivid dreams and sometimes I I didn't ever have side effects myself 
and I was so desperate for LDN to work. I wanted side effects just so I knew that it was working, but I had nothing. I could have been taking saccharin. But there are people that tell me they have vivid dreams, and they. Uh, I had one lady, her dreams were so erotic she just couldn't wait to go to bed every night because these these dreams are so real <laughs> and she said can I keep them you know <laughs> normally that settles down after like a couple of weeks but I did have one man who said oh I really don't like these dreams and normally they're happy dreams exciting dreams people absolutely love them but this man had this repeated dream that he'd stabbed his wife and she was dead and he used to oh wake up in a cold sweat because it was so real that he had to feel to see if she was still breathing <laughs> because he was convinced he'd killed her. Um, oh, my and goodness. And that's the only person I've heard that's had you now, know, a, a negative dream. Now, was some dose dependent? Did, if they lowered the dose just to see Not did really. that you know, eliminate or help that, or is that pretty much just that per person Well, specific? usually after a couple of... As I say, only like 5% of people have these side effects anyway. And usually after a couple of weeks, everything settles down. But you can have an upset stomach. You could have headaches, um, worsening of pre-existing symptoms. But they usually are very short-lived. And that was back in the day when I started. People started on 3 milligrams. And sometimes 3 milligrams is too high, will always be too high. But now they start usually, if you're okay, 1.5, working up slowly to find your ultimate dose. And some people, if they are very, very sensitive to drugs, if they have fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue syndrome, they start on as low as 0.5 and then Mm. slowly work up. But by doing it slowly, people tend not to notice side effects because it's very, very low, very, very low dose. Right. Is there a time frame, Linda, that's good for people to know, you know, for example, you said 18 months really for you to, uh, you know, it sounded like you felt very good in the beginning, but 18 months to really get the full uh, effect of everything. Do you have a a general time frame that people should really give it a fair shot, six weeks, or or is that kind of going out on a limb? Well, <clears throat> we've had surveys and we've asked these questions and from doctors that I've spoken to, most doctors will say that their patients notice something around the four-month mark. I've had people that have contacted me after the first month and they're thinking of stopping because it doesn't, uh, the first week rather, that it's not done anything for them. It's not going to work that quickly. And from our surveys, it shows that LDN can work after the first night. Some people will say, I slept better than I've slept for years. I haven't slept properly for the last 15 years. I took my dose before I went to bed and I slept properly. I had my first really good night's sleep. But others will say that they noticed LDN can help stabilize progression. So it can actually halt the progression for some people. So some of these people we asked that their condition stabilized. They didn't deteriorate any further. And indeed, they they didn't notice any improvements in symptoms. So they were just staying where they were, but they weren't getting any worse. And if you've got a progressive disease, not deteriorating is good news. 
And then after 15 to 18 months, these people that noticed no improvement but had stayed the same started to improve. So we always say, you know, it's a cheap drug. It's not going to do you any harm. Try it for 18 months. And if really it's not done anything by 18 months, it's, you know, your choice. It's probably not doing anything for you. But I would say the people that think it's done nothing for them, once they've stopped, noticed, oh, I don't sleep as well as I did. I get more pain than I used to have. And I would say more than half the people that stop go back on LDN. And when you are going downhill, you notice little things that you can't do that you used to be able to do. But when you start to get better, you take it for granted. You know, I used to have to hold on to the furniture while I was walking. Oh, now I don't have to hold on. You don't notice you're not holding on. But when you start to hold on, you notice it, if you can see what I'm saying. So it's very hard sometimes, and this is where the app comes in, by actually tracking and just doing a a, a daily journal, just jotting down where you are, where you're at, because it's so, so, so hard to remember as you start to improve. But after 18 months, I didn't improve anymore, and I, I stabilized and I'd stayed exactly the same I was doing really, really well up until August last year. And I'm getting there. Um, But I have to admit, I have had a relapse. And that is the first one I've had. So, Well, that's a pretty traumatic event to go through. So, I mean, I can't imagine Mm. anybody not having a relapse, to be honest. Oh, sure, exactly. I mean, there's so many things that go through in the in the grieving process and um yeah that's a that's a whole that's a whole show linda to be honest uh mm. grieving with chronic illness is a whole show <laughs> truly <laughs> but were you able to um on a technical note um were you able to increase your dose a little bit and then there there maybe is you know take some time for that to to help a bit or did you just keep your dose where it's at or I just kept it the same I kept it the so same so your physician didn't want to try raising it a little bit to see if you needed a little additional help to get to during nope. this time <laughs> no 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 it's just just stayed the same and in those days it was three milligrams for one month and then after the month 4.5 but a lot of people did drop out because the dose was too high. But now high. people find their ultimate dose, which might be, you know, two milligrams or two and a half. It doesn't have to be three or 4.5, even though most people do get to that. It's a case of it's individual. Now, are there there any classes of patients that... Uh, low-dose naltrexone would not apply to? You can't take LDN if you're taking an opiate painkiller. Morphine or any of the codeines or they are derivatives of um, the poppy. So you can't use those opiates with LDN. But other than that, you know, most doctors use different medications with LDN. It was thought 
originally that you couldn't take it with steroids or immune suppressants, but there are doctors that use both. Um, we know steroids were fine. Um, Dr. Jill Smith used steroids alongside of LDN in her Crohn's trials. And there are many, many doctors that use immune suppressants with LDN initially until the disease becomes stable and then they can slowly start to reduce the uh, immune suppressant drugs. Before we let you go, do you have a do you have a thyroid or Hashimoto's um, success or case story that you'd like to share with us? Off the top of your head, I mean, you probably see so many, it might be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so many. I can't even think of a really good one. Uh, there was a, an amazing Scottish lady, um, but I can't really remember the details of her. Uh, but she she wasn't living, she was lying and not being able to function, not being able to go out, not being able to socialise. And I think, again, she'd been on LDN like six months and you wouldn't know that she was sick. She became, you know, healthy, had no problems with her hair anymore, with her weight. She was really enjoying life. Really, really good story. But the actual details, I can't remember now, it was quite a while ago. But if you go on our Vimeo channel, you'll see a little uh, magnifying glass. And you, if you put in Hashimoto's, there are many people's stories that you can listen to. And it's so nice to listen to other people telling the stories for a kid, same condition that you have yourself. Oh, very cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. Because well, you, you, you feel sure quite isolated. Yeah, of course. You do. And yes. I remember, you know, when I started Thyroid Nation, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have a thyroid thrivers section because I knew that sharing was so powerful and um, supportive mm-hmm. for others. So that's fabulous. Be sure to check that out on, on the LDN Trust Research, uh, org website. Okay, well, before we let you go, tell us what's on the horizon for you and LDN Research. Okay. The conference <laughs> is the... The, the big thing the big, that's on my mind yeah. at the moment. And even though it's September, you'll be surprised how quickly the time goes when you're oh, doing yeah. that. And the radio show, I said, okay, I will still continue to do the Vimeo interviews and we'll do the radio show on a Wednesday. Wednesday at 9 o'clock UK time. And then it was a case of some of the doctors that wanted to come on, they couldn't do Wednesdays. So it was, okay, we will do two days a week. We'll do <laughs> a Wednesday and what other day they can do. So last week we had Monday, uh, Wednesday and Friday. This week we've had Monday and Wednesday. And uh, right now it's a bit much for me, to be honest. But we're going to do a Wednesday. And if people can't do the Wednesday, we'll pre-record it. But we have patients phone in so if any of your patients want to ask like uh, Dr. Kent Holtoff he had loads of questions on thyroid um, on Monday where you can actually have your questions answered by somebody expert in that field and it doesn't cost anything it's free to get that advice so that that is good so that's my main thing that's only been going six weeks but it's well, and very you do ask exciting for- 
you could always pre-record, Linda, because you do ask for questions in your feed on your Facebook prior to, so That's people right. can still get their questions answered without having to be live. So less work for you. I mean, Dana and I have, have definitely, you know, you have to honor <laughs> yourself and your health first. Otherwise, you're no good to anybody because then you know, exactly. we get exhausted and you have to care for you first. So, you know, yeah. that's, Thank you. that is of utmost I've importance. Just looked, mm, I've just looked on Vimeo and the web address is vimeo.com forward slash LDN Research Trust forward slash videos and then you'd be able to put in let's say Hashimoto's and there are 25 videos there to watch people sharing their stories of LDN for Hashimoto's or you can put Gray's disease or whatever you you like in there so yeah very interesting if people want to go and listen they're quite welcome well we are so honoured to have had you on the show today your story is just amazing. I had forgotten some of the details. So when you, because we had connected, like I said, a couple of years ago, and I'd forgotten the details. That's such an amazing story, Linda. I we're so glad that you stuck with this uh, research trust and kept it going, <sighs> and it's so successful. So thank you. Thank well, you. Thank for you very everything. much for inviting me. Everything okay. that you do. Keep up the good work. You too, you too. Okay. And how far are you from Portland in Oregon? I'm not far, and I definitely am considering that. <laughs> I may make that trip <laughs> just to say yes, hello because exactly. I, you know, I have Hashimoto's as well, but I'm more I'm more interested in the potential for the viral component, like Epstein Barr, and um, you know, Epstein Barr has rocked my world far greater than than Hashimoto's has at this point. So. Um, I'm curious. It, it sounds like it would be uh, a candidate for for people that are suffering from Lyme and, and Epstein-Barr. And, um, so exactly. I'm excited. And I may make that trip. <laughs> what I didn't say is we're in the middle of filming um, a Lyme disease documentary where we're going from how you, you know, what is Lyme disease? How do you catch Lyme disease? How do you get accurate diagnosis? How to find a Lyme literate doctor? What can you do to improve your health? What LDN is used, but it's only one of the many tools that they use to treat mm-hmm. Lyme with, you know, and how to continue with your life to live with Lyme. So it's going to be really, really interesting and exciting. So that's just I think I've got like five projects on the go at the moment, but that's awesome. another one that's very interesting. I mean, people with Lyme their their lives are really turned upside yes. down. But getting mm, yes, back to are. the mono and the Epstein bar, so many doctors prescribe it for Epstein Bar with great success. So, you know, I really think it would be worth looking into for you. Absolutely. I will. I will Mm. be contacting you, and I may very well make that drive to Portland. (laughs) Well, I'm told it's very nice that time of the year. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, it's it's a nice drive, you know, up the coast too from California. I'm in Southern California, so that would be a Mm. uh, would be just a fabulous drive. Period. So I have a double incentive. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, Linda, thank you very much. Thank Wonderful. You. And thank you for, for
for all of your hard work, and we can't wait to see uh, future cases and more about LDN. I know Sharon, uh, Shannon Garrett is a huge proponent of LDN. That was a, um, a saving grace for her. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Yes, thank you for mentioning that because we were just chatting last night, and she was like, "Oh, you're going to have Linda on the show." So yeah, yeah Shannon's yeah. fabulous. So and she and she's she written lo- a I mean, book, she is, hasn't she? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Did Hashimoto's she? Hashimoto's yeah? book. Yes. Yes, she does. Hashimoto's yes. book. Yes, oh, wow. she's got the Hashi on LDS. And, and she yes. has a she has a radio show too, and she's going to be on your show coming up, right? She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. wonderful. So I'm glad I brought, I thought, you know, with the, because I know that she is, LDN, you know, changed her life. It's, and uh, that's just, that's one of she's my favorite supporter. LDN cases. Yes, she's a big supporter. Definitely made an enormous difference for her. So very, very cool. And she's I interviewed her and her stories on there. She's actually co-hosted a few of our shows for us. So we yeah. love Shannon. So we yeah. love Shannon. Mm. <laughs> So kudos well, to Shannon. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again, okay. Linda. And uh, have a no wonderful problem. day. And, and we'll hopefully see you at the LDN conference. Wonderful. If there's anything I can ever do tonight. to help you guys, thank you. Just let me know. Thank you. I thank will. You. I will. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Oh, my How goodness. Lovely. I'm looking into that. I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like uh, a miracle drug, I'm telling you. That is a miracle drug. Right? I, I am, And in uh, such low doses. It's just, it's fantastic. I guess maybe I didn't stick with it long enough. I was just, I was living in Costa Rica, and I guess I'm pretty sure, I don't remember why I stopped taking, but I'm pretty sure one of the reasons is because I couldn't get it there. And it was too hard to be consistent, um, you know, in getting it, you know, delivered back and, and forth. And getting so. it on a regular basis, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably the main reason. But I did have. When I remember your vivid dream, too, too. I was going to say, <laughs> I remember you telling me about your dreams. Yeah. Uh, I know. I may do it. I was you know, I don't ones. have any dreams, huh? But I guess I was one of the lucky few that have side effects. <laughs> Um, right. My God, that man about his wife—that would be too much. But, that would just be. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Your wife would be like, uh, "How are you this morning?" Right. <laughs> oh my God, that poor man. Oh, well, that's is very so cool. Lovely, and I'm so glad she stuck with uh, her research and and just you know prevailing over you know them saying, oh, right. well, cancer is a disease, you know, um, you're, you're talking about a drug. So I think that's a great story. And she does, she works tirelessly, seven days a week. I mean, she's always online and and uh, working hard. So that's fabulous. She was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, we have some pretty cool guests coming up, Tiff. I know, I know. Very right? exciting. Next week, right? Yeah, we have Dr. <laughs> Kelly Brogan. Next Dr. Week, Kelly we Brogan. Thrilled. We are thrilled. We've got tons of great. I'm just going to you finish your little spiel, and I'm going to go on here and see which guests we have so I can give them a shout-out real quick. I know. We've got some good ones. I'll let you do it. 
Be sure to check out Thyroid Nation Essentials at thyroidnation.com. We just took a complete left turn. <laughs> yep. Enjoy products yep. like Brain Awake Inhaler, which is our which is our number one seller. And Dana yes, and I are, are wonderfully in love with the Brain Awake Inhaler. I carry it with me everywhere in my purse. It's a wonderful uh, supplemental help for memory and cognition and fatigue and will even work for headaches. Helpful. Uh, Mist Me and Call Me Pretty Complexion Mist and Serum. Love Potion, which is wonderful to stimulate touch and um, an aphrodisiac choice of essential oils in that particular formula. And Counting Sheep, which works. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly, right. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, the combination of the two, look out. You're going to be writing a book. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, help us. Uh, Counting Sheep, which works wonderfully well to help you fall asleep and stay asleep as well. And it smells fabulous. And Speak Your Truth Roll On, which we have some very exciting things uh, potentially uh, for the future, uh, particularly regarding nodules, which would just be um, amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, just wonderful clean preservatives. Huh? We also have a sample (laughs) set out. We have a new sample set out, absolutely, where you can try uh, a sample product of the oils and serums, and um, that's a great way to make sure that you enjoy the scents. And um, yeah. yeah, but just wonderful, yeah. clean, preservative, and synthetic-free skincare uh, designed specifically with essential oils uh, with thyroid thrivers in mind. So. Um, we hope that you enjoy it as much as, as Dana and I do and as much as we enjoyed formulating it. Yep. Check those out on our site. And upcoming, like I said, we have Dr. Kelly Brogan next week. And then we have a wonderful woman who Mary Showman put me in touch with. Her name is Diana Muller, and she is um, the founder of Whole World Botanicals and, as mm. I guess, was the one that was responsible for bringing Royal Maca over to the state. So she's got some oh, pretty really? interesting things to say. Yeah, so she's going to be very, very interesting. And then we have a couple of repeat guests, actually. We have Dr. Jolene Brighton will be on on February 1st, and then the fabulous one and only Dr. Isabella Wentz, Isabella February 8th. Wentz, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're not going to, we're just going to pre record that so you guys won't get to hear it until April. So, ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> we're pre recording that one. Uh, we have Dr. Kent Holtorf coming on again. We also have our anniversary show. We do. We have Dr. Borenstein coming on, Dr. Brad Shook. We have so many people that are that are fabulous, and uh, we actually are trying to reschedule with Dr. Amy Myers. We've had had her scheduled to be on the show a couple of times, and just things happen. So she'll be coming on soon too. So stay on the lookout. That's a lineup right there. That is a lineup, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Aren't we lucky? We are so lucky. We are. We really are. We are. Yep. We're giving a shout-out to the universe. We feel very grateful this morning to be able to do this. Yes, I'm absolutely. I'm glad the show was able to, to go on, even though we had a few problems with Blog Talk Radio earlier. Here we are. So make sure <laughs> we to follow Thyroid Nation. We hung in there, though. Uh, thyroid. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It's like yes, it was. I, we, none of us could figure out what's going on. Okay, so make sure to follow Thyroid Nation on all the social platforms and uh, check out our Facebook group. There's lots of fun information shared in that group. We just had um, Vincent um, share his uh, book. I think it's called Happy Gut. 
Yeah, happy gut, right? Yeah, he just shared his book in there and special deal ebook that's coming up. So if you just type in Hashis or Graves in the Facebook search, you'll find it. Check that out. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We also just want to give a quick shout back out to Linda Ellsgood, and you can find all things LDN and Linda Ellsgood as ldmresearchtrust.org for all things. And as she mentioned, the Vimeo channel. And as well on Amazon, you can pick up the LDN book with all the goodies in there that she mentioned about frequent questions and all that good stuff. So, uh, and I believe most it's important syllables. Her last name huh? is Elsa Good. Elsa um, Good. Okay. Her state. So. Yeah, Elsa Good. Mm-hmm. Elsa Good. Something like that, right? So, <laughs> want to make sure we get that that said. Yeah, you know properly. Me and yes. yes. I'm just going to call her the LDN woman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've lost it officially. So. Most importantly, Dana and I always want to remind you, we can't stress the importance of it enough that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. There is no such thing as one and you're done. You need to make sure to always listen to your own body, be mindful of what it is telling you, and demand politely from your physicians because your body knows best. That's right. That's right. That's flower field right there. Yep. <laughs> we are silly, aren't we? Okay, this is Dana, your thyroid nation, Green Gatika. <laughs> and Tiffany Milanich of Grateful Garden and Mending Medicine. Yes, bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week with Dr. Brogan. Bye-bye. <laughs>